0: Welcome to the podcast, Science of High-Paid, High-Performing, Happy Engineers. The show to help engineers develop all skills non-technical. My name is Aditya Gute, and I'm a speaker and a performance coach for engineers to transform them into rock stars. Because I believe there's a rock star hiding inside each one of you. And it just needs to be brought outside to uncover your full potential as an engineer. Hello, guys. Uh, today we are interviewing another star developer. He is, his name is Atul Pratap. He's someone who is ever fascinated by the creation around, who tries to experience life in its entirety. A coder, digital nomad having human experience. He's also a co-founder who built a platform called MetaConnection. Welcome Atul Pratap. How are you doing today?
1: Great. Great. Thank you, Aditya. Thank you.
0: Of course. My pleasure. I love your intro. I love your bio. So tell uh, tell us a little bit about your background. What got you to be an engineer and your story on how you get started with this platform, building a platform called MetaConnection.
1: Okay. Uh, my background, I'm basically an engineer. So I was always fascinated by technology and basically how technology interacts with us as human beings. So when we, uh, when I was in school, it is all about the, Now I, I like science subjects more. So I think naturally, I think I was more uh, uh, inclined towards learning and understanding how Uh, things around me work and after that uh, for my graduation I I took engineering I pursued engineering and uh, for a brief stint uh, for I think for a couple of years I was part of a startup I mean uh, after college a few of us a few of my friends we started a startup uh, for two years uh, primarily because we really want to see and know how things are around uh, rather than just going for a job and being part of the normal uh, workforce. And it was an amazing experience that we had in two years after my college studies. We did uh, pretty interesting projects and it was a great learning uh, time too. And then what happened was even that startup was not uh, financially successful. So the team broke and everybody discovered uh, their own, uh, you know, where, where they have to be in the next, part of their life, so few people moved to job, few people went for higher studies, and even uh, I went for a job. So last four years, I am working as a software engineer. And again, that once you uh, bite with some kind of this bug wherein you really want to look beyond uh, the things that you normally do, I think it's always there. It, it was always there with me. So then I was again trying to understand what is happening around me. And the kind of transformations that is happening around the technology because every day I interact with a lot of technology, a lot of people who are working on that. So I was able to uh, work with projects which are of that nature and especially with uh, a lot of emerging uh, things that we see around. I was just fascinated by the phase in which it is changing the world. So uh, then that gave me a deep thought about what is that my relationship with these things and which Uh, Prompted me to go deep into that and that's where I uh, discovered that something uh, radically is changing around the world and uh, That made me to think about a concept called meta connection and Meta connection is in fact a platform and uh, if you know about uh, Cooperative movements, which is which is very successful uh, method of producing something we we are basically a platform co-op and uh, what we believe is Connecting people who are in meta states and meta states means the states that uh, you that's beyond that the states not normally you operate and uh, We believe in creating meta identities So every time when you are part of meta connection when you do something in meta connection the platform captures your identity and recreate uh, it in a different way, so that's a, that's the larger part of that aim. So maybe it has got different ways of doing it. So that's I mean the general uh, definition or uh, description about me Aditya. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Love it. I love it. And uh, I love how you are really going by. It seems like like you know, it's really going yeah. by instincts when you know you have yeah. the snack for engineering, but then. And yeah. There are ideas that fascinate you beyond just engineering that like you started creating your own startup, yeah. yeah. and now yeah. you're pursuing this really huge idea around um, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm curious to learn more about that. You know, okay. um, but, but but before maybe you know before we jump into that, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm curious to learn. Um, you know, what's your? I mean, obviously, it's a it's a dream for every engineer to not every engineer. For many engineers as okay. so part yeah. to uh, become entrepreneurs they want to start the yeah. project and, and you went yeah. i mean i've you showed you showed me uh the prototype on how this whole thing works I and mean, it's pretty impressive and, and uh i think uh, you're estimating that it's going to be live pretty soon so yeah. Uh, yeah. tell me you know what uh in, you know for an engineer who who also has ideas and who wants to try something on his own uh Help us like understand what got you take what got you to take these initiatives uh, to get out of your comfort zone and to try something radically new.
1: Okay, so yeah, that's an interesting question. So why is that uh, we really want to move out of the comfort zones and uh, you know create something which is different? I think that is um, part of us. I mean, I think part of everybody. So you see just you know the people who are having high paid jobs uh, they can have all kind of luxuries that the world gives them but sometimes they just leave and go behind that they want Uh, it's it's a calling right it's it's there in everybody and what happens with large number of people is probably they will be caught up in the systems that they are part of and they won't be able to do what they really want to do so every time I think in every person there is a calling which uh, makes you to think beyond what you are. So They want a different kind of identity and they want to see what exactly is that. So very few people are fortunate enough to pursue that journey. And I think uh, uh, when you do that, the kind of satisfaction or reward might not be monetary Benefits, but it's like, you know, you explore something very different and you have been into places where you have never been or most people has never been And that is what gives you kick uh, So I think for me it was uh, it was pro- it would probably be the same thing uh, to see and explore, you know, the uncharted territories that are there. And um, I'm enjoying the walk. Yeah.
0: That's it. I, I, I love that response yeah. and, and that also speaks to the bio, uh, to your bio, which is you're someone who's fascinated by the creation around and you like yeah. to try something uh, that's completely new and that's what life is yeah. all about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fantastic. And, and I think you used some word uh, which I would love to understand you more. Like yeah. Many people, yeah. they caught up in the systems that were placed yeah. and they never explore yeah. what they really want. Uh, yeah, and, and so so tell tell me more about the systems that you're
1: okay. So uh, you know, we as uh, human beings, as a species, you know, we are uh, probably the most evolved species. Uh, you know, right? Uh, if you if you look at the whole of this, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So what makes us, uh, you know, really, uh, you know, be on the top of the ladder? is the way we organize as a species we have created societies we have created uh companies we are creating organizations we are called creating religions. all sort of things which helps us to coordinate among ourselves to create uh, something and that's the reason why we are very successful um, so what happens over the course of time is people usually get identified with that identity that they have so you might be uh, identified with one particular religion you might be identified with one particular company or a corporate and that starts a problem because once you're identified with something it's very difficult to identify with you something else so if you look at the how the society works how you how the countries around the world um, you know you we, we, if you're in one country and you may identify somebody from other country as you know person with a different identity the reason being you don't want to change it and this is a this is a real problem that I think uh, you know many uh, people or the whole of the humanity faces uh, because we are very really stuck up in the identity that we have, and nobody wants to get out of that. And if somebody wants to get out of that, the system makes it very really tough and difficult. So I think uh, for me, it's a way. How do I look beyond what? Uh, uh, things around me or the institutions that created me, the identity, the colleges or the institutions or the company or the country has uh, imposed on me. I mean, that's good. But all, or beyond certain point, uh, you cannot, it will not help you to grow and, uh, you know, expand. So that is, that is the reason why we want to look beyond uh, what we are. Yeah, that's it. Wow.
0: And that's a very deep response. I love it. I yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, mean, if I, uh, I mean, if I can uh, add on a few things and just repeat yeah. what you just said, uh, yeah. I mean, I could relate to what you're saying. Like, you know, when you say yeah. you or work at a certain company like eBay or some, some company, that becomes your identity. Right? Yeah, you and, and you're a corporate guy, an engineer becomes your identity, and everyone yeah. looks up to it. All right, you know, yes. right, a certain yes. amount of salary, certain amount of lifestyle, and you yeah. can't break free of that identity. It's almost like yeah. Yeah. You know, they put you in a box and they tell you this is yeah. exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. and yeah. again, you know, they keep yeah. you in the box. They, they, there, are systems yeah. in place like they give you certain ways every year. They give yeah. you a certain promotion yeah. so that you don't jump yeah. out of the box. And again, yeah. you know, that's yeah. how the whole society is 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 yeah. created, and that serves to a large extent, but someone like you, who's uh, you know, yeah. uh, I mean, uh, who who wants to discover something new, try something entirely yeah. new, uh, it, it, yeah. it is so much. It's limiting uh, people in many ways, and yeah. and yeah. Uh, and uh, and it's so hard to get out of it. So to yeah. tell me, like you know, yeah, that's that's beautiful. I love what you said. So if, if there is, uh, if you have any uh, words of wisdom to, uh, or or any suggestions that you can give to the uh, to to uh, people who are stuck in these boxes and how they can come out of uh, uh, such identities.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, I think uh, uh, words of wisdom, I'm not sure. Reason being, I am also in that discovering mode because right now, I, I am also st- also part of a lot of uh, uh, identity, a lot of institution, a lot of organization. Absolutely. Which, yeah. So uh, what happens is, um, you know, it's like, it's like a lot of people try to do that and I think it's a journey uh, but the thing is fundamentally when you have that belief that you know, the collective uh, belief systems outside need not be true, it can go wrong uh, when you understand it, it is it it, it it will it will have significant changes on you so uh, probably see how in Germany when, when World War Two happened, you have a lot of the whole country behind Hitler, and they were behind one particular ideology. And if you ask somebody who was in Germany, a citizen in Germany at that time, what is that you believe in? Everybody would say that what they believe is true, and that is what their identity. But what happens is when you look it from the perception of other countries, it is completely wrong, right? So this is uh, this is so thing is uh, the the wisdom of crowd. Need not be true. So any falsifying statements that you hear, uh, I mean, any statement which uh, we is told to you to to you by the crowd uh, over the course of time, even if it is a false statement, when you when it is imposed on you over a course of time over a certain duration, you will just making us to you'll start make think to think that it is true, and um, I think that is that is how the media. That's how the uh, the governments. That's how the institutions try to uh, hack into you. And uh, I think very uh, really less people don't want, uh, you know, you to be very really different of you. Because if you see what, uh, if you are loyal to the government, they'll consider you as a good citizen. If you are a good employee, you they'll always reward you as a good um, employee. If you are a good student, uh, you know there are certain ways you need to. Uh, define yourself and behi- behave yourself so then you're a good student if even if in your family there are if you're a good husband there are certain ways that your in-laws or uh, probably a wife want you to behave then you're a good husband but the thing is uh, you know in the world is very dynamic the world is very uh, rapidly changing and if you do not change your identity suddenly I mean not suddenly but according to the Way in which the world is changing, and we see it every day. We have a lot of um, things happening around us. Uh, so, fundamentally, if you do not change it, uh, what you are or what you identify with, uh, I think you will have a hard time in sustaining us. May not be in what in 50 or 100 years, but if, if you look at a society or across the culture, uh, you know, you, you have seen a lot of uh, civilizations uh, getting. Uh, Destroyed over a course of time because if you're there there are no readiness, there are no Mayans There are no Incas. There are no Mesopotamians now because they didn't adapt They all stuck to what they were and what they were was not enough for them to sustain in the Sustain the future so they all perished so I think to change yourself and evolving and redefining yourself is part of your uh, survival, is part of the evolution. Yeah, that is it.
0: Yeah, I, I, I again, it's, it's, it's great. It's, and what you're uh, basically um, suggesting is having awareness of different perspectives that just because a group of people or a whole community or a whole society agrees to something doesn't mean they're right, that they are the right perspective. And you gave an example around Germany. Uh, Just because, you know, everyone in Germany thinks it is the right thing, it is not necessarily the right thing. And it's really having awareness of that. Um, And and what it reminds me is also like Steve Jobs quote. um, And what he uh, says is, your time is limited. So don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Yeah. Don't yeah, let the yeah. use of others opinion drown out your own. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And most yeah, yeah. have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. I think that's, yes, that's exactly. what is uh, you know coming to my mind, and just like taking yes, that exactly, advice exactly. Uh, is yeah, is yeah. Uh, something you seem to be pointing at pointing at. Yeah. Well.
1: Right. Yeah. True. 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 Very true. Adding to that, I I remember what Henry Ford said when mm-hmm. he uh, uh, there was a concept of when you launch any product. There is this concept of market study and market analysis. So when that time, when Henry Ford, when the car was not in production, mass production, uh, he said, Henry Ford said, if you have asked people what they want, they would have said, but uh, faster horses, because people are <laughs> always living in what they, they yeah. want in the past. Uh, the past, right? Yeah, yeah. That absolutely. I think that's that uh, yeah, that. yeah,
0: exactly, absolutely. Sure. So fantastic, and, and um, so tell, give us, now tell us about your project that you're working around, which is the Meta Connection. And, and yes. uh, give us a little insight about what it is all about. And,
1: uh... Okay. Okay, yeah. So uh, Meta Connection mm-hmm. is, is in fact a lot about the meta term. And meta, in fact, uh, means beyond. And when you think what is beyond, uh, it it gives the crux of what we really want to do uh, in meta connection. So first of all, I said it's a very different mode of production. It's a different mode of producing something. Um, if you look at how most of the you know the products around us are produced, always you have a uh, person who invests on that. That is the that becomes your capital, and they always look for the profit part of that and uh, you you list you have venture capitalists coming in and uh you know funding you in different multiple rounds and then the, you go for ipo and then that's how the company get listed and and the founders make a lot of money and that's how typically how capitalism work so right. uh, so yeah so uh, we believe that that's not the right way to do something uh we believe that there are inherent uh, problems in the way we uh, do things in capitalism and quite a lot of uh, problems that are attributed around us the the fundamental way we live ourselves and you know we produce certain things is not matching with what we as a species should be doing and uh, uh, we are seeing it in uh, in terms of uh, global climatic changes or pollutions and we as a species like messing up quite a lot of things so we believe that this model production is not the right way So we opt for something called platform co-op. Platform co-op means uh, you're creating a digital platform and the main stakeholders here are the people who use that, people who create that, and it is for something good for all these uh, people, fundamentally for the people who are behind that and the people who use that. So uh, when you have that kind of ideology, the way you interact with these different entities will be very different. And that's one part about it. And the next part being, what is that we are doing with meta connection, right? And uh, it's about creating meta identities. And uh, we believe that when uh, we identify, when you have the the instances, the situations, when you want to identify with you with something else, you have to be in meta state. So to be uh, precise, what means by meta state? it's 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 already happening. It's already there in all of us. Uh, probably, if you're a, it's like when you are too much involved in some something. Uh, you have seen Jimi Hendrix or you have seen uh, David Gilmore. Uh, probably when you when they are performing, they are in that deep state of what they are doing. Uh, if you are a programmer, you would be seeing that there's a the coders get high when they code something, and if you passionately do something, um, you would be. In a different state, so meta connection is about respecting that state. Meta is about identifying that state and connect these uh, individuals who are in that state, and that I, we we respect that, and that is a, a flow state which the people will be having when when they're uh, involved in certain things that they love. So, after, when they when you connect that, it's about the communication, right? It's about uh, the uh, you, you may communicate by text. You may communicate by audio. You may communicate by visuals. All those things. And when you communicate, there is a certain kind of identity which is being created uh, among the participants. If you look at the um, identity creator, language is a way wherein you, when you communicate, you can derive some kind of identity about you. That's one way. Uh, so when in when Meta Connection, we create Meta identities. So what happens is when you create a different identity, which is not what you are, it becomes a new identity. And new identity is created when you are in meta state. So we believe, we respect that. And this meta identity is going to be uh, very important in the future because that's, that's about you know, your evolution. That's how when you evolve beyond a certain limit, you definitely need to have meta identities uh, i'll tell you an example how what the, the, how it relates with
0: uh, yes, what I have yes.
1: been as a species uh, has been doing so if you look at a person uh, who was living five thousand years back, imagine like a person who was living five thousand years back. there are a few attributes which he has uh, associated with himself right probably somebody who is uh, you know a, a hunter and gatherer, somebody uh, who cooks, I mean, somebody who hunts. So that was his identity. But if you look at yourself now, you have a different identity, right? So there were many people uh, who were having the same identity 5,000 years back, but not everybody had the same uh, uh, transition happening. So if you didn't transition properly as a species, uh, the evolution is not going to reward you. It will, it will, I mean, it will, uh, destroy you. I mean, this is this is what we call this natural selection. So, if you have to evolve in certain way, you need to as a species, you need to identify in certain way. So, if you somebody who has that uh, initial genesis of what we are today, if if the, the person who was living 5,000 years back had some sort of identity that they were trying to connect with us who are living today, if there were some kind of connection. That, that is why you know, his genes were, uh, were uh, you know, transferred in, in successive generations. So there has been an identity a transfer which is happening. So if you connect it in certain way, that kind of uh, species will be surviving. So metaconnection is about that transition, which is, the, which is what the evolution rightly demands. When you connect when you uh, transfer your identity in positive or in the rewarding way the, it will fasten up so through meta connection we want it to be recorded we want it to be in a blockchain and this identity is going to be used uh, uh, in, 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 in near future by many of the organizations uh, for example I'll tell you um, if you look at the kind of jobs that we do imagine uh, the identity of a, uh, a bus driver or a you know the people who are doing routine jobs because in the current economy, their needs, uh, the identity is somebody who makes coffee, somebody who makes clean something, and uh, in fact, these these people are able to do more than what they are doing a, for a living. But a, a painter and an artist can also be uh, working as somebody who does a menial job, but they have a different identity which they cannot use for a daily living, right? So if we have a mechanism of capturing that, you know, uh, everybody in a corporate around us might be having a different identity—not not just a software engineer, not just um, you know system designer, not just a manager—they they would be having a different uh, identity. So some of them might be uh, artists, and some of them might be musicians, some of them might be you know something that that. We really want to hear, and we really have to look for. And how is that? We are going to know that they have a different identity. So meta is all about capturing that identity of theirs, which is not uh, given to them by the institutions, and, recre- and transferring that identity to a blockchain. And when you when you look at that, it's a decentralized platform. There is no entity central entity who is controlling this, and uh, that is how they. Will reinvent uh, themselves. So this is almost crux of what we want to do in the uh, meta connection. Yeah, Aditya.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it also what you just shared about this meta connection goes back to yeah. your philosophy that we were talking about. When someone yeah. is uh, assigned a certain um, you know, designation and they're in the almost like forced into a box, they can't see anything beyond yeah. that. And it's really yeah. Yeah. Uh, this meta connection connection is really the, that mindset of being whoever you want to be. You don't have to be just an engineer. You can also be an athlete or yeah, a musician yeah. or an artist or different things yeah, at the yeah. same time. Yeah, uh, sure. And uh, so, I'm, you know, that's a fantastic idea and I'm, I'm curious about a lot of questions that are popping up as we were sharing this. Okay, sure. One of the main questions sure. is uh, it, it, it's a platform co-op, so I understand that there are many individuals who are working on it, so it's almost like a democracy kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, so. Tell me, like, if I'm an individual, like, who are you serving with this uh, with this platform you're building? Is it individuals or corporations?
1: Okay, Uh, it's primarily something that's beneficial to all, right? So it's it's uh, ultimate uh, uh, beneficiary is each and every person. Uh, That's the first thing, and. uh, if you're an institution, so imagine if you're a school, if you're an organization, if you're a company, you would also be wanting to know more about an individual, right? So if you just take the example of what Facebook does, uh, Facebook gives you free content. They give you a lot of, uh, uh, you know, text. They give you a lot of images, a lot of videos. And there is, it's, it comes free to you. But what they are actually taking is you, your identity. And what they do is, they push certain ads, uh, which is according to them, that will fetch more positive rewards to the advertisers. So this is what they are doing, yeah. And so what they actually want is you, right? So your identity is what which matters to them. Mm -hmm. So um, when you're creating a different kind of identity, and and, the problem with this kind of approach is, over a course of time, if you use a certain platform, you will be conditioned, to serve the interest of that bigger entity that you are using now. So probably Facebook wants you to use over a course of time, it happens in six or uh, six months or one year or two year, it wants you to behave in certain way so that the profit of the company is more, right? So I am giving you free content, you are supposed to uh, make me rich. So that's what the identity is. So within Meta yeah. Connection, we, we really want to have uh, Your identity created, but it's not be serving for a a Corporation, it's not be serving for um, A company what we want is it should be serving for your own uh, Evolutionary need you want uh, you to be better part of your better better self and how do you create a certain? institutions institution which helps uh, you right so that is that is the crux of it so that doesn't mean that you know uh, if I'm a company my motives can be different because I can also know uh, your identity if I really want to help you so that is one way so so the companies can actually be part of this. Uh, you know, individuals can be a part of this. So if you are using the connection, your connection identity for some purpose, uh, you may have to uh, pay the platform to, to, to support the community. That's how it works. But no ads and we don't want to charge uh, people.
0: So we, we are thinking in that way. Yeah. Okay, so it's, it's more like, uh, so what you're saying, is it's, it's more like a Facebook without... <laughs> Uh, the capitalism that comes with Facebook. It's yeah.
1: It's, yeah. It, it, can I say that? Okay. Yeah. Uh, may not be uh, exact things that Facebook does. So we really are into something called communication. So we do all kind of we help you to communicate, and oh, when you communicate, eh, the platform captures your identity and it is stored somewhere in a blockchain. And what happens is, uh, you can use that identity to to uh, define what you are so if you so for example um, uh, we hear about a lot of things about AI and I think uh, if you uh, talk anything about AI in a corporate boardroom I mean that they'll literally uh, <laughs> be very really happy and very really, uh, looking forward to what you're saying but what happens is a uh, very interesting thing about the AI part is um, you know the kind of jobs that we are identified with uh, uh, you know if you're a driver you don't have a lot of future uh, in Because you have you can replace it by a smart AI, uh, in many jobs that we do, human beings do, uh, or what they are identified with, uh, because jobs are very part of people's identity, and you can have smart machines replacing this as one part. And then, what happens is, how do you redefine yourself? And in that case, um, uh, an entity like us is going to be uh, very important because you can can redefine yourself. uh, And then you can reuse that identity for your own uh, benefit. So that is how it is. So we do not be an exact communication platform like what Facebook does. But over course of time, uh, we want to evolve. So the first stage is uh, creating a communication platform which connects people. That's first part. And um, a lot of people ask, why do you, the world doesn't need another communication platform because we have, enough so we, people really are already hesitant to move from WhatsApp to Telegram even though it, 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 it has a lot of feature. but people are just happy with what they have but I think I always say this this is uh, uh, why we want to create a communication platform is because we don't stand as a community for what any of the rest stand for and that's what going to be uh, making us different yeah yeah,
0: that, yeah. so that's it Got it. Yeah, it makes total sense. So I, as an individual, I can just sign up and it's more than just commun- a, a communication platform. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, and what, uh, how can we, I mean, those listeners who are uh, listening to this podcast, how can we support you considering that you're building something which is good for the community, it's a democratized platform. So how can we um, you know, get involved in this project?
1: Okay, so the first thing, Okay, so first thing is, um, as I said, we, we want a lot of um, uh, people who are, you know, tech, uh, technical background and system thinkers and um, people with different perspectives to, to work on this. That's one part of it. So uh, probably, I think uh, the first part is, um, you know, the way we do things are very different, right? So you can, uh, for example, if you're in a company, you need to say that uh, this is the deadline. These are the things you need to do. It's very clear and it's crisp and it just happens. Uh, so they pay you and they're going to work for you. And it is the how things are produced now. But when it comes to something of this kind, it's more about that uh, value system that we, we propose. And the first part, when you want to associate with something of this kind is how, uh, how in depth uh you uh understand this this concept This first part no matter whatever uh, whether you are a technical or whether you are a uh you know when a management or whether you are an artist or musician or anything but if you can understand and believe what we think is true uh you really can be part of this no matter whatever your background is and another part is uh, it's a very democratic decision making so there is an interesting uh, concept called D-App, a decentralized application and decentralized organization, wherein we want to create um, uh, a very decentralized decision-making process. And these all are things that uh, will help you to evolve a platform in a, in a in a in a very different way. So I think that the first part is understand the concept and let us know how you can be part of this and. Um, uh, we will We are ready to support you and the another part the second we want you when you when you support us what is that you are going to um, benefit right so you definitely need to have when you when you are part of such kind of platform you definitely need to have left of your effort and time spent on this uh, but what happens is um, we are thinking about something which is a system of scale you know and don't, and we are trying to have every sort of uh, technology with this, the, 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 which is kind of ruling the world now. So you have uh, deploying something on the cloud, you are going to have blockchain, you are going to have decentralized mm-hmm. app, And these are things that you won't be able to experience uh, you, when you do a normal ERP project in your company or normal website project. But the kind of system that we collectively want to believe is something of very really massive scale, right? So it's an opportunity for you to learn uh, if you're an uh, engineer or a, you know, a person who wants to look the larger perspective of how things work, this is the right opportunity. And uh, right now, if you look at it, we don't have the, the scale, but uh, together we can sit around, think, discuss, and make it happen so that it becomes something which is beneficial to you, uh, me, and people around. That's how the way we look at it.
0: And, and and tell me also like I'm just curious to finding out how is the revenue model for this company? Um, Sorry, how is the revenue generation model for okay a company okay. like this, which is more democratized?
1: Okay, so first thing is, uh, 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 so I, I think I need to correct you. It's not a company. So it's like if the company is a certain way wherein you can do, uh, you, you know, people so few people can come together and work for something. But the motives of a company is largely on the uh, profit making us and yeah. Idea. But we are a platform co op, so it's like it work more like an organization, I mean, uh, non profit organization. And uh, uh, so we work based on the volunteers, I mean, we have volunteers, and then we want to obviously. Uh, pay for people uh, who work full-time if they, there are certain demands uh, when it grows when it evolves if, we, if there are people who wants to work full-time or if there is a need for people to work full-time there is a mechanism where they need to support them to get their bread and butter and for that we need to have some sort of revenue model that's true and uh, there are two ways that we are looking at one is grants from different uh, uh, interest groups it can be csr fund it can be um, the the individuals it can be the donations from different organizations uh, that is one way and on top of that uh, when we have such a platform wherein we help to create identity of individuals and i think that is uh, uh, that's something which everybody wants to look at and that's what everybody wants to see so the the the, the very important thing when when you uh, this mind, interactions, the interactions, the communications which happens between different individuals, you're actually creating something called meta-identity. And that is, is like something that we value a lot. So our primary value proposition is the meta-identity. So if you're an organization, if you are a company who really want to see the the bigger part of people around you, and meta-identity, so if you look at Google also collect your identity, but the thing is, Um, We are not probably in most of the cases, Google has to reinvent quite a lot of things to collect information about you without your knowledge. But we are looking at uh, something where you are ready to give uh, your identity to a platform because it's it's serving you. And that's a very different value proposition, right? You have, uh, you are willingly to ready to give something and that is helping you so when companies or uh, institutions looks at, at this particular identity which people are willingly ready to give and i think it's going to create huge value so if you are a company who really wants to look at uh, the identity of people you can use the meta connection platform and uh, uh, it can work you 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 pay for the community and you get uh, what you want provided uh, the what you are trying to do with the identity of people is will serve will actually serve them uh, you know it's not just how you don't want to bombard them with advertisement but it is helping so we we really want to look at what their intentions are if the industries are good we'll always ready to access help them to access the uh, uh the, the 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 information that we have so data is the new oil so we we will actually help us to help them to grow that's that's the way we look at it aditya
0: Okay. Uh, so, so uh, I'm just curious. Like, you know, maybe okay. I missed something. So, okay. if, if this particular case, like, you know, you also mentioned about, you know, yeah, day we all have to eat, we all have to put food on the table. So, uh, I mean, where is this revenue? I mean, you you, send, you mentioned uh, different ways of making this revenue, right? Um, And uh, again, you know, because there is no one owner company, it's not a a owner company, it's a community company. I'm just curious, like, how uh, uh, how do these profits or whatever you call it, how do these revenues get distributed among the contributors of this community project?
1: Okay. Yeah, so that's an interesting question. So thing is, um, uh, there are certain things that we need to uh, invent of our own. So probably, uh, the, so uh, we are very clear that this is not going to be something which is going to be listed in stock market and people are not yeah. going to buy the stock, stocks mm-hmm. uh, of this company. So mm-hmm. you won't be creating overnight millionaires. is mm-hmm. very clear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So, uh, but thing is, um, we are looking at the, the contributions. How, when, when you contribute something, how do you reward a person for what they are doing? And um, if you look at it, uh, see, as a, as a person, you you probably, if you're in India, if you have uh, five to 10 crores, you probably uh, need that much money to live. I mean, I, if mm-hmm. you, right, it's like, it's that, that's, that's pretty enough for you to have a very decent uh, life. Right, so 10 crores so is the, the magnet. Yeah. yeah, but it's like, why is that uh, people, uh, are going for 500 or 100 course every time it's like you know it's like it's like you're creating something called capital which has been reinvented which is again creating profit which is again making capital this is a cycle and here the only thing is we uh, functions like a proper uh, way that most of organizations work but our fundamental capital is not the money but our fundamental capital is the trust of people who are working for this. So let me reiterate this uh, in in a very clear way. If you look at how the companies were produced in last... So the the concept called corporation or a company was uh, very recent. I mean, recent in the last 400 years and 400 or 500 years is nothing when you take the whole history of humanity. So corporations are the way in which you Human beings coordinate among themselves, create a value. So in 90, if, if you're in the 17th century, if you want to create, uh, say, probably uh, rail, uh, that is the, 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 the railway track, you need to create certain infrastructure to manufacture that. You need to have people, that is workers, who need to work on that. You need to have a lot of capital to build something like that, right? So that is one part. So that is where the capitalist comes in. Over the course of time, in the 1950s, what happened is something called information uh, revolution. So we all are in information age. In information age, what is more important is your ability to convert something into information. And to do that, you don't need a lot of capital. For example, if you look at what Facebook does, or uh, the words, I mean, uh, if you look at the the companies which has got largest market cap uh, right now, all are internet. Mostly, most of them are internet based companies. They all are IT companies, right? So what happens is, in these companies, what you need the most is not the land, it's not the labor, it's not the, I mean, not in the physical labor, but what is more important is the. The mind of the people you need yeah. the intelligence you need the ability of the people to collaborate and work and to create sure. something new so that is the stress so this is going to be the fundamental capital so if i say okay. uh, that there are 500 people who are using their own laptop to work for something probably i would the thing that we do would be valued maybe 1 billion or so if 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 the productivity is of that high and when you have something of that value there is always a way uh, to to reward the people who are part of that so uh, in the physical in a little sense we not be uh, the the real Money capital, but we have a very different thing called intellectual capital, which is very valued. So, uh, intellectual capital is valued. And the reason being, if you look at how the I mean, most of us uh, in, in IT know what a Linux system is. It's like very really complicated software, which is yeah. being used in almost none of the internet.
0: Yeah, so, really this, is,
1: this is a different kind of creation. So, that's how, how that's how probably you are going to work. Yeah.
0: Great, great. Yeah. I mean, uh, absolutely, and again, you know what you 're basically saying is uh, from what I understand uh, it it, it 's a intellectual capital that you 're building, yeah. and that 's yeah. the most important valuable thing for any company right now uh, that 's existing yeah. right yeah. now and, and uh, i 'm also assuming that this revenue stream and everything that 's not yet solidified yet, but we can yeah. uh, you, you believe that there is there's trust uh, and, and there is trust. And then there's a trust you're going to come up with somewhere, and, and how yeah. deciding how these people who are the major contributors get about it because yeah. Uh, yeah. the whole thing is built on trust. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Right. So the most yeah. important
1: thing is trust.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And and, uh, and, and, if anyone, you know, and I'm inspired with the project, and if anyone listening to this podcast is inspired this project as well, sure. I'd like to contact sure. uh, you. Yeah. I'll yeah. leave a link uh, to your website in the description so that you can click on the link uh, and access uh, and get in touch with you guys. Like how, how do they, how can they connect? You know, if you don't mind sharing a few sentences on how they can get connected Okay. To you to get involved in this project.
1: Yeah, sure, so that's interesting. So we always look forward for a lot of people to from the different part of the world to come together and create something which is beneficial for all. So right now, let me tell you what is the status of the project. So we are uh, mostly done with the system design. And there is one part uh, which is uh, which is a bit tricky out here because uh, we have limited resource and we have we have to reinvent quite a lot of things. And the one part is uh, the selecting the blockchain uh, platform to create the meta identity part. And um, this is part which is going to be taking, I think maybe a couple of uh, months. Um, and um, we will be uh hosting the application in some time so i think it it will take some more months for actually people to see what uh, we really want to what to do and uh, if somebody wants to uh, personally involve in the project anyway if they want to give ideas if they want to uh, suggest something new if you want to question us if you want to validate what we are doing Mm -hmm. always welcome so right now the point of contact is me Uh, please drop me a mail you can call me you can drop me a mail so my mail is a t h u l p a r at gmail.com so please reach out to me on on anything that you want to know about this platform
0: Great, and I'll also leave that email in the description so you can find yes, the email. Yes. sure, right. sure. So, sure. Um, excellent. And let's switch gears and 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 talk about uh, something slightly different. Um, yeah, sure. You know, obviously, you know, you have you know building a platform like this, and you know coming up with the system design like this, and uh, yeah. uh, for and being an experienced engineer for a, long, a lot of uh, for a long time, tell us your uh, approach in solving some of the complex problems you have faced as an engineer.
1: Okay. Uh, so I, I, I just need to, can you can you just uh, come again? Yeah, question? absolutely.
0: So I'll, I'm, I'm just curious, like, you know, what is your approach to solving some of the most complex problems you face as an engineer? Okay.
1: Okay, So uh, this is something that happens quite often. So when you are uh, stuck with some bug or when you are, uh, you know, when you want to present some uh, system design to your, to your uh, managers or the management, uh, th- we would actually be uh, lot, need to solve a lot of problems. Uh, so way, the way uh, it works for me and I think the way it worked for quite a lot of people, uh, it's the same. So uh, it's it's basically accessing or going to a particular state, uh, and you probably have to disconnect uh, with a lot of other things that you are disrupting you, and you just be in that state. You're deeply concentrated in some particular state, so that you look at the, those things very deeply, create connections between different entities which are part of that solution, and. Uh, you you sync up with what you really want to do achieve from that and what is that which is blocking you So over a course of time there is some particular part of you which will tell uh, It may not be uh, the logical conclusion, but if you go behind that some from somewhere it just comes and it just the solutions opens to you so many of time i have uh, had this experience of when you're stuck with some problem you, or, you, you I, i'm just a night owl so i probably uh, mm-hmm. you know what likes to sit uh over i mean late nights. and uh in between I, I never knew when i'm stuck in something i just go sleep but uh next day morning I, i'm sleeping without understanding or without coming to you know the proper solution but in next day morning, so probably while I was, I, I might be brushing my teeth, something strikes. I mean, this could be that. I mean, when you could be solving it in a different way. So I don't know how it comes, but it just works sometimes. So that's how so it happens in, in many cases for me, at least. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I, and and many, you know, uh, some of the top notch engineers, they all share this experience that you shared that they're probably driving or they're in a the shower and the answer comes and it's not exactly logical on how this whole yeah. thing works. And it, yeah. it, it, it's more like an art. And some people call it intuition. And some people call it, you know, its coding is, is, is an art. And it's not exactly yes. 100% logical. And would you say yeah, that yeah. these moments that you experience where, uh, you know, the next day morning you wake up and you, you the answer comes to you, uh, is, would you, uh, how important it is to have such, uh, um, such intuitive hits uh, if you want to really go in your career as an engineer?
1: Um, yeah, I think it's very important and I think it is something that everybody of us can uh, look into and everybody of us has access to. Uh, if you look at quite a lot of number of uh, scientific uh, uh, discoveries that happen i think i can quote many examples one being uh one is this uh, most of you uh, heard about this uh, buckminster fluoride there's a, there's a compound called uh, benzene uh, wherein uh, the, the the scientists who who had no idea how to create the carbon, uh, stu- hydrocarbon stu- structure of that is like you in the in a, in a figure here has to represent how it looks like so you was just uh, trying to understand it, but no way in mathematically he was trying to come to that uh, benzene structure. But um, and and this story was actually said to me by my uh, teacher when he was teaching that subject of you know how that the scientists came to know about that structure, the benzene structure if I'm correct. And um, so this, he saw a dream, and in the dream he saw uh, uh, two two uh, snakes in certain pattern. Yeah. So in his dream, he saw these two patterns and he just go, went behind that. And it was the same thing that he wants to, uh, uh, it was the same pattern of the benzene, right? I mean, he just, the way the, he, he has seen the snakes in the dream was the same way the benzene is, uh, is represented now. That's one important thing. And uh, the same kind of stories which were happening in uh, Ramanujan. Uh, uh, Everybody knows him as a person who knew the infinity and um, He was a person who was uh, It was a a normal person in southern india who was passionate about mathematics, but he never had the proper You know the scientific uh, way of looking at math and and he had uh, because the the background was different But the way he dealt with a lot of uh, mathematics was very different. So his professor harvey Uh, When he when he took them to to him to England, he said, how is that you are trying to understand the maths of infinity without uh, the formal methods that we learn in our universities and he said something simple which connects to what uh, you said in your question. I mean your uh, question, He said it is I'm just not doing anything. I'm just um, uh, looking at my deity and she just Uh, orates me she just gives me the mathematical equation noting it down (laughs) this is this is is something really amazing right i mean uh so the the, the thing is very few people were able to identify this state but i think uh we really everybody has the ability to do that if you do it in certain way and the and the this is again connecting with what you Said because the formal way you are identifying with your identity, or the way you are taught in school, doesn't help you to unlock this potential of your mind. So if you need to unlock something about your own creation, you need to de-identify with quite a lot of things you are identified with, and then there is way out. And I think definitely it's possible.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think uh, that that's very important what you said because technically, you know, that we get uh, trained in schools, you're just bombarded with all this technical knowledge, and no one talks about what you just said. And I'm glad you yeah. gave the examples of some of the, you know, engineering greats like Brahmanand uh, and yeah. other yeah. people, and, and if, if and, and some of the team of the crop engineers, they all yeah. tap into this intuition. And yeah. and many times, you know, especially when I started off as an engineer, like, I'm like, yeah. I look at all these uh, top-notch engineers uh, working beside me, and I'm like. How did he write such code? I mean, I, <laughs> I like, tried to think about it in you know, a very logically, and I could never yeah. understand how they were able to write. Yeah, how
1: they code. come to that? That's understand. That's uh, a big okay. thing in Silicon Silicon Valley. Yeah, I
0: heard that. Yeah, and again, you know, again because you know, all our training, like you said, in schools, we are taught technical skills, and we taught that logic solves all the problems. But but then you hit a you know you hit a wall as you yeah. Uh, yeah. As, as you as you Try things with logic, and and again, yeah, you know, right. some of these top-notch engineers they tap into something beyond logic, which is like intuition, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. really yeah. a, uh, unlock yeah. their intuition and let it flow. Yeah, and that seems to be your key as well, and how yeah solve some of the most challenging yeah. problems. Yes, 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 exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Um, after um, uh, any any. Departing words of wisdom or suggestions that you have for aspiring engineers or aspiring, uh, uh, you know, engineers who want to take it to the next level of starting their own projects or creating their own company.
1: Yeah, I think I can probably add uh, uh, one thing, uh, which I think is important. Uh, you know, uh, with, with something that you were just talking about, accessing the intuition or you know, the states that that no many of us don't have access to and um, if you see that this is this this thought process which probably a lot of uh, uh, people in the west are trying to understand and how it works and how do we uh, get the engineers to get into that state to create great products uh, that's one way of looking at it but this is the thought of this, this is kind of thought process that uh, the east has uh, i mean has discovered uh, very long back and and the way with the way they uh, deal with these kind of things are are very really, very really unique. And they say the mind. Uh, we in English we just have the word called mind, but in uh, India in yogic system they have they the the concept called mind itself has got sixteen uh, divisions or, or partitions, and each each of them has got different. Um, uh abilities or capabilities so one is the what you call as the logic which is what they call us buddhi Buddhi means you you systematically analyze something you break it into part and and then you, uh, you you come to conclusions and inferences so this is only one ability of our mind and the logic is very important now because the world around you is created uh, based on that particular way of thinking uh, but uh, you know, we, we have created enough number of institutions around us who use this particular way of thinking and now we, we are, when we are act almost done with those those things, we're actually uh, looking to unlock the next part of our mind. And that's, I think, the fundamental reason why a lot of companies and a lot of uh, people are talking about something called intuition, but this has been properly studied in the uh, East. Uh, if you go to yogic culture, this is there. And uh, another thing which you can associate with this is, um, uh, see the mind doesn't uh, uh, know the larger, probably if you look at one particular function of uh, it, the logic part of mind doesn't uh, uh, want to know whether you are uh, creating something to create a virus or whether you are creating something for creating a, a cure, I mean, a medicine for cure. It just execute, it's just like your CPU, when you execute something, it just gives the output on When you are unlocking certain dimensions of your own mind as an engineer, um, you need to see what you are actually creating so If you look at uh, you know probably the countries that export a um, lot of weapons, there are amazing engineers there, and they all are very talented. They all have come through these states, which I think we just discussed the intuition part. They all have, all have uh, uh, you know discussed about how to uh, unlock some part of your process to solve something because making a weapon is, is a very complicated task. They all have gone through this process. But ultimately, when you are creating something, you just have created which is is basically you hate one of the, you know, the set of people next to you. So you just want to destroy them have just created a weapon uh, for for them, right? So for the government. So if you're an engineer, just look at that larger aspect of it when you want to unlock certain part of your brain or your capability as a, as a species, what is the larger thing you represent for? And go for it uh, when you have a greater purpose, not just not, you know, if you don't want to make, you should not be making people to fight, uh, you should not create the the, the world should not be uh, you know horrible when you have a great invention when you are uh, unlock your potential so you need to have some morals not what the systems tell you to do that is what uh, I would add to that you know the part which you said Aditya thank you
0: absolutely and, and thank you for pointing that out because with the growth in artificial intelligence it's so high it's so easier and tempting to listen what the systems are. Uh, yeah. I want to say, and what you're saying is like, you know, there is a bigger something beyond logic that the systems yeah, can yeah. answer. And, and, I, I, and mm. I believe and hope, again, this is not a, a hugely talked about aspect in, yes. uh, in a technology because we're all about logic and getting things work, and, but there's yeah. a bigger aspect to it is what you're alluding yeah. to. And I hope, yeah. you know, yeah. there will be more people talking about this over the next coming years. Uh, sure, sure, sure. This is one level beyond artificial intelligence. Yes, Look, yes, 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 um, yes, yes, yes. Wonderful. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. Atul, thank you so much for providing a ton of value for the audience. And I'm sure there are many inspired uh, engineers, there will be many yeah. inspired engineers uh, from this conversation and how they uh, can become the top-notch theme of the crop engineers. Um, so, yeah. thank you.
1: Yeah. Thank thank you, again, Aditya, for this uh, wonderful initiative that, uh, again, I think you had a different calling. You could have been an another engineer in, in in Silicon Valley, but you have, you are doing something very different. Absolutely. And I just love that, that what you are doing. And I, you are just uh, going for your that real calling inside you. And for me, right now, the session that we spent together, that one hour, which is really interesting, I could also think about what I was thinking of reiterate and... communicating it to somebody uh, it was was amazing thank you for this thank you
0: thank you for listening to my podcast hopefully you learned some important nuggets to uncover the rock star from inside of you if you have any questions you can reach me on my email at aditya at who we are dot io it's a d i t y a at who we are.